to the Daily Mouth podcast here on MultimediaMouth.com, recorded on Tuesdays, November 27th, 2018. My name is Ruben Jay, your host for this podcast. Uh, pardon me as I'm trying to get the microphone in the right place so I can sound the best I possibly can. Before I get started into today's topics, I do want to say that today's episode is brought to you by our partnership with Amazon. Yes, we have a partnership with Amazon, and I understand that... Um, that we all it's a holiday season we're all trying to get gifts for our loved ones and a lot of us are doing online shopping to make sure uh we don't have to go out in the crazy lines and, and wait for people and try to find parking i mean i went to the mall this last weekend and it was impossible for me to find parking i was just there to watch a movie at the local theater so my partnership with amazon unfortunately doesn't get you anything off your order but what it does do is it helps support the show helps support multimediamouth.com and everything that we're doing over here all you gotta do is go to multimediamouth.com forward slash amazon and you will see some banners you click the banners and it'll take you straight to amazon it doesn't cost you a dime extra and amazon gives us a percentage of what you spend so please this holiday season start your holiday shopping over at multimediamouth.com forward slash amazon and help us continue to do what we do Let's go ahead and jump into the first story of the day. Airbnb hires a new chief financial officer. They made a big new hire. The new CFO comes in directly from Amazon. His name, David Stevenson. Stevenson is joining Airbnb as the company begins to work towards an IPO to raise capital. Now, this is a big a big deal for Airbnb as they're trying to raise money via an IPO, which basically means that they're going, they're going public. They're going to sell stock to the public and having a CFO come in and make sure their financials are in order, make sure that they look good on paper, make sure that they're making the money that they need to be making, as well as making sure that they will create a policy to make sure that they're making the most amount of money possible for their shareholders in the future uh, and make sure that they're making enough money to, to operate as a business. This is a big hire. Uh, Stevenson was the uh, president overseeing financials at Amazon at one point, so he's definitely a good person for the job. Uh, and more technology news, Uber is going to begin collecting taxes for their drivers. Uh, Mexico has been trying to come up with ways to help tax collection. And according to Bloomberg Technology, Mexico is implementing a new tax payment system, and Uber is among the first company to sign up for the new service. Essentially, what they'll be doing is they'll be taking, um, just like here in the United States, when you have a job, when you're an employee of a company, you get a paycheck and you have, you know, you make $1,000 a week. And you, the actual check itself is like seven hundred bucks because, you know, you have to pay for health insurance, you have to pay for social security, you have to put some into income tax. Uber's going to start doing that for their employees or for their drivers in Mexico, and this is a huge deal because it opens up a new precedent for them to be able to do that here in the United States and all over the world in any country that would require them to collect taxes on behalf of their drivers. Now, a lot of people in the United States have been moving for this, hoping that Uber would jump on board with this in the United States and actually uh, make their drivers employees and give them benefits. So hopefully that happens. Hopefully the Uber drivers of the world will start seeing themselves being taken care of on that side of things. It will make it easier for the drivers. Now, if you're on Facebook at all the last uh, 72 hours or so, uh, Facebook had a bug affecting its messaging platform on Monday. 
The bug would cause old messages, some from years ago, to pop up and open up on its own. Many users reporting getting messages popped up from loved ones who had passed away. One user even went and said she got one from the day that her loved one passed away. Facebook claims to have fixed this problem. Now, I don't know what it, what the real cause of the problem was. Facebook said that there was a software update that happened that was causing this to happen. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm going to go ahead and give Facebook the benefit of the doubt, you know, because I don't have any, inf- you know, I don't have any inside information. Um, but, you know, Facebook has had a reputation of giving people memories that they don't want. I mean, when Facebook started that on this day or uh, years ago today, whatever they call it, their memories essentially, you know, a lot of people, it hurt a lot of people, especially when, you know, seeing them with loved ones who had passed away or, you know, with significant others who are no longer, they were no longer together. So there, you know, this is not a new thing. This was an accident though. And I'm glad that Facebook fixed it up. So uh, we're going to pop into some pop culture news now. Uh, This first story in the pop culture world is actually a follow-up from what we talked about yesterday where Kim Kardashian came out basically saying that she was on ecstasy when she and Ray J made that infamous sex tape. So on a recent episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, Kim Kardashian opened up to Scott Disick and Kendall Jenner about her wild past, admitting that she had ecstasy. She was on ecstasy when she made her infamous sex tape with R&B singer Ray J. She also admits that she was on the drug when she got married to producer Damon Thomas in 2000. Sources directly connected to Ray J say that uh, Kim Kardashian is lying uh, about being on ecstasy while filming their infamous sex tape. Sources say Kim took no hard drugs, nor was she drinking alcohol during the time of filming of that tape. However, she did smoke some marijuana from a penis-shaped pipe prior to the filming. This is according to TMZ. I really don't know what to say about this. I mean, the Kardashian, Kim Kardashian was wild in her younger days, so it doesn't surprise me if she was on ecstasy. It doesn't surprise me. Heck, it wouldn't surprise me if she was on ecstasy now. Like, I mean, she's married to Kanye West. So, I don't know. Uh, Sean Mendes Sean is addressing rumors about his sexuality, despite the 20-year-old's great voice and heartfelt melodies. Uh, Sean Mendes is one of my favorite artists, but this was also, this story, most of these stories here were written by Kia Carter, just FYI. Uh, Mendes told Rolling Stones, I like to say I don't care about it. That's not but it's not true. This massive, massive thing for the last five years about me being gay in the in the back of my heart, I feel like I need to be like I need to go be seen with someone like a girl in public to prove to people that I'm not gay, even though in my heart I know that it's not a bad thing. There's still a piece of me that thinks that, and I hate that side of me. Mendes does look like somebody who you could like if you see him on the street, you don't know who he is, be like, oh yeah, that guy's gay, you know, like possibly that guy's gay, you know. But I wouldn't sit here and assume that he's gay. Um, and I don't think anyone should. And if he is gay, like, hey, more power to you, dude. Like, you do you. You do what you know you feel is right um, in your life. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you have to be straight or you have to be gay or you have to be bisexual or you have to do whatever you want. Like, do you do what you do? You do you, Sean. Like, keep writing great music. Like, that's the only thing I ask of you is continue to write great music. Um, and those who want Sean to prove that he's not gay like like he doesn't he doesn't need to he doesn't need to do that uh and Sean don't feel the need that like you have to be in a relationship with somebody or you have to be public with somebody for people to believe that you're not gay like those who aren't going to believe that you're gay like people who think that you're gay are going to think you're gay whether or not you you can have the, the most gorgeous woman in the world stand next to you and kiss you and make out with you and you guys can release a sex tape or whatever <laughs> whatever you want to do and people are still not going to believe you if they don't want to believe you you know, Ryan Seacrest has been dealing with this his entire career. Seacrest has 
time and time again addresses sexuality, saying he's not gay. Friends of his have said he's not gay, but people still believe he's gay. And hey, you know what? If you want to believe that, you believe that. You do you. Um, but let's let's jump on to more stuff. Drake is having a um, Drake's having a mansion built in in, in Canada for him somewhere in Canada. Uh, let me double check that. Not sure exactly where it's at. Again, Kia Carter wrote this story, so if you want more of the information, you can head over there. But um, in Toronto, so uh, J- Drake's having a, a mansion built in Toronto for him. It's a massive, massive project. Go check it out over on MultimediaMouth.com and just search uh, Pop Daily, and you'll see the video at the end of today's Pop Daily. Jerry Springer is returning to TV, but as a judge? The infamous trashy TV host, famous for his 27 seasons of violent relationships, dramas, talk show, The Jerry Springer Show will be returning to television in a very different kind of soup. He will be returning next fall on NBC Universal with a debut show, Judge Jerry. It will be a 30-minute daily syndicated show where Jerry will hear cases and issue a verdict. Surprisingly, Jerry served as a as the mayor of Cincinnati, Ohio. Sorry, I swear that's Connecticut. Jerry served as mayor of Cincinnati, Ohio for a year and also had a career uh, in law and politics prior to his infamous talk show. So it would be interesting to see him. Springer says, for the first time in my life, I'm going to do something. I'm going to be called honorable. My career is coming full circle. I finally get to put my law degree to use after all these years. Um, I hope that he allows people to throw down in the courtroom. I mean, I really don't have much to say about Jerry Springer. I mean, welcome back to television. All right, um, let's talk about professional wrestling. Uh, I will have a video up in the next couple days talking about all elite wrestling, so FYI, up on Multimedia Mouth's YouTube channel. Let's talk Impact Wrestling. Ultimate X Returns, Impact Wrestling returns to Nashville in January for the first ever homecoming event. According to SE Scoops, Impact will be having an Ultimate X match to determine who will be the next X Division champion. After the current champion, Brian Cage announced that he will be cra- cashing in his option C, which basically gives him a chance for the world. It gives him a shot at the world title. The basic rules for Ultimate X: three or more participants will be four at homecoming. The exhibition title or giant X, this will be the title will be on the line, will be placed high above the ring. There'll be two cables that crisscross in the middle of the ring. The first wrestler to grab the title or the X is declared the winner. Usually, you have to crawl across the wires to win. Um, this is a um, interesting match. I mean, I'm not really one way or another about it. Uh, AliX was announced to an advertise for an event with Evolve. However, Gabe Sapolsky has announced via Twitter that Impact Wrestling has pulled AliX and Evolve is working on replacements. Gabe Sapolsky tweeted at Book it Gabe. Impact Wrestling has pulled LAX off of the 12, 15, and 16 dates. Working on replacements now. I was just informed. Our apologies to all fans. Uh, this week on Impact Wrestling, Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix versus Willie Mack and Rich Swan. A deep look at Johnny Impact versus Brian Cage at Homecoming. Jordan Grace versus Katarina. Tommy Dreamer versus Eli. Eli Drake. And the Rascals make their debut. Scarlett Bordeaux is uber popular. PW Insider is stating that the smoke show Scarlett Bordeaux uh, had one of the most consistently long lines at WrestleK this past weekend. Bordeaux has also been well received at the Impact Wrestling tapings that I attended in Vegas earlier this month. Impact will be in Northern California this weekend uh, on 1130 and then also December 1st. The lineup right now is Impact Wrestling Champion Johnny Impact versus Eli Drake. Impact Knockouts Champion Tessa Blanchard. Versus Kiara Hogan in a non-title match. Brian Cage versus Moose. Uh, OVE versus the big-time wrestling tag team champions in a non-title match. 
Eddie Edwards versus um, the Big Time Wrestling World Champion, the Jackpot Scotty, Scotty Rigner in a non-title match, and Matt Sedell versus Rich Swan. And last week's episode of Impact Wrestling uh, had 124,000 viewers, up from 101,000 the week before. Uh, hoping that Impact Wrestling continues its upward trajectory. The last couple of weeks, they've been on a they were on a ma- massive decline, decline. And now they're back up, on the way back up. So hopefully they can pull it together and keep moving forward. There's rumors that they're looking for a new TV deal, so maybe that's part of it. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in today's Daily Mouth podcast. Remember, start your holiday shopping over at multimediamouth.com forward slash Amazon. Click on the banner, start your shopping. We get a percentage. It doesn't cost you a dime more. Thank you for your support. Make sure to share this podcast with your friends. My name is Ruben J, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow.